Good morning again. School starts this week, so we welcome our Dominican sisters back. I want to do want to introduce Sister Maria Grace. She's the only new sister we have this year. She'll be teaching at Garen Catholic High School all, well, not all of them, but most of the freshmen, she'll be teaching them English. And she just made her final vows on July 25th. So I want to take this opportunity to congratulate her sister. If you'd like to stand and be acknowledged. <laughs> sister likes all kinds of sweets. Bring her cakes, cookies, at the, right? And then bring them to me. Okay. So I have a nephew and a niece that started medical school this week. I'm so proud of both of them. I called my nephew on Friday evening as I was curious as how the first week went. Well, Uncle Rich, he said, Monday and Tuesday were great. Then Wednesday I felt sick. And Thursday I had surgery. What, I said? Actually, I shouted it in the, in the phone. Seems my nephew had to get his appendix taken out on day four of medical school. Incidentally, he's a big HIPAA privacy person as a budding doctor, so you didn't hear this from me. It'll be our secret. I feel very close to you all. Because I'm so nice, I sent him food gift cards to get him through, but he seems to be recovering nicely. I kept thinking that this is something that should happen to an old guy like me, not a guy in his 20s. You know, I'm falling apart, I admit it. I threw out my back in June, had COVID in July, finally. One of the seminarians said, well, Father Richard, you are old. I punched him in the face. Yes. We just have this sense, most especially when we're young, that things shouldn't happen to us. An illusion of invulnerability that is based on ignorance of life and death, heaven or hell, most of which is yet to come. I think of an interview that I heard from a graduating high school student went something like this. Happy graduation. Now, now what will you do? Well, I'll go to college. And after you do that, what will you do? Well, I'll get a job and make lots of money. And after that, well, I'll buy a house. And after that, what do you think you'll do then? Well, I suppose I'll get married and have a family. Well, what will you do after your children are grown and don't need you anymore? Well, I'll retire. What do you think you'll do when you retire? And getting a little annoyed, he said, I don't know. I'll relax and enjoy myself. And what will you do after that, I don't know, he said. Will you ever die? And the guy says, oh, yes, I guess I'll die. Yes, that's right. The new graduate had to be reminded that he was going to die one day. And his main preoccupation was all the things that he would do in this life because he was young and virulent. As a priest, I know all too well, though, that not every life goes as planned. I've buried people in probably every decade of life including many young people, like my nephew, who was shocked that his body failed him just for a bit. Incidentally, he went to back to class on Friday. If it happened to me, I would be in bed for, I don't know, six months. The point is, sometimes these illnesses and struggles and death can be instructive about what is important so that at the end of our lives, we will not be afraid, as we hear Jesus appeal to us in our gospel today. He's trying to get our attention. It reminds us that life sometimes ends suddenly and even prematurely by our standards. We must look beyond this world about what God would have us do, not just at the end of life, but every phase of life. But let's face it, so many of us are so busy, we really don't have much time for God. We're busy building, for example, or maintaining our careers, creating life here on earth. 
In fact, some people live their whole life living in denial that they will ever die. And to me, it says they're afraid. They're afraid of God. I read a headline this week that said, Hollywood producer Norman Lear turns 100, says he has 23 projects in development. I'd say that's one of the oddest headlines I've ever seen for a for 100-year-old. Now, don't get me wrong. I say we keep moving and being generative in life, but a man who has reached triple digits, 23 projects, seems to me that he should be honing it down a little bit to maybe one project, getting right with God. Christians must remember that life is short and that we're only passing through and that the purpose of life is as many of us learned in Catholic grade schools or religious education, is to know, love, and serve God in this life so that we might be with him in the next. Life moves quickly, my brothers and sisters. Seems like the kids just got out of school and they're coming back to school this week. I have a clever friend that recently turned 50. Disoriented by the speed of life, he asked, when do we start celebrating Christmas twice a year? This past week, we celebrated the feast of St. John Vianney, the curé of Ars, the priest of Ars, France, a tiny little town where he pastored the little town church that had forgotten God, plunging into the lovely things of this world, as St. Augustine says. And after he got his flock's attention, he preached that to make us appreciate the necessity to turn our eyes to eternal blessings, God has filled our hearts with desires so vast and so magnificent that nothing in creation is capable of satisfying them. Thus, in the hope of finding some pleasure, we attach ourselves to created objects. And when we're no sooner possessed and, uh, possessed and sample that which we so ardently desire, we have to turn to something else. We are then, through our own experience, constrained to admit that it is useless for us to want to derive our happiness here below from transient things. If we hope to have any consolation in this world, it will only be by despising the things which are passing and which have no lasting value, and in striving towards the noble and happy and the end for which God has created us. Do you want to be happy, he asked his sheep. Fix your eyes on heaven. It is there that your hearts will find that which will satisfy them completely. You all know the first commandment. I am the Lord your God. You shall not have strange gods before me. Perhaps this is the first step in living for the kingdom. If we are, if we are not intentional about faith, sometimes it takes decades for us to realize that we have false gods, and there is that the one true God, because the one that can bring us ultimate happiness, is losing out. And what a pity it would be, my brothers and sisters, to waste our lives by losing out on the most important task of all, and that is making friends with God. Jesus said in our gospel today, gird your loins and light your lamp, and be like servants who wait the master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. 
seems to me that we can't afford to take half of our lifetime to get dressed for actions with, a, with lamps lit. Life is not to be wasted. Are we ready for action when the Lord calls us into his service, no matter what our age, our health, our circumstance? It's not popular today to be ready for Jesus with our lamps lit. It's not popular to wait for Jesus or to open the door as soon as he comes and knocks. We have become somewhat like St. Peter in the high priest's courtyard on the night before Jesus was crucified. For Peter denied he knew Jesus because he was hanging on to his earthly life. He was afraid to die. Do we do the same? Our readings for two straight weeks are making us a bit uncomfortable. They sound like Advent readings, pressing us to eternal happiness. Perhaps we hear today the immediacy of the gospel, and we do so twice a year because it's essential for us, most especially in the modern day that is so full of distractions. I love pondering a question that I've mentioned in homilies before that deserves our attention on the 19th Sunday of Ordinary Time. That is, no matter our age and circumstance, if I were accused of being a Christian, would there be sufficient evidence to convict me? Our eternity very much depends on the answer to this question.